Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Small Talks Podcast. We have finally successfully and indefinitely picked a name for this podcast. Uh, and we have also successfully distributed it out to iTunes and Spotify and Amazon Music. So find us anywhere where you want to stream a podcast. Um, we will be putting out episodes every week. Um, hopefully it'll get shorter, maybe like every two weeks or every two days or every three days or something like that. Um, but like, subscribe, follow us, you know, do the thing that you want to do back to the episode. Uh, let me, let me paint the picture of where I'm recording from right now. If it sounds weird in here, um, I don't think it, I don't think it should, but, uh, I spent the past couple weeks moving moving from my old apartment in College Station to my childhood home in San Antonio. Um, there's a big, there's, there's a reason why I did that and, you know, um, all that stuff. And we can get to that in another podcast. Uh, but everything is like sprawled out in my room. I don't think you can see it in the video. You can probably see my shelf and other stuff, uh, but you can't really see what's on the ground and everything. My desk is set up and like all my furniture is accomplished or <laughs> accomplished. It's, it's built. And so, uh, there was just a lot of, a lot of work that was happening. Um, while I wasn't posting this podcast or developing the other projects that I were that I was creating, um, but today I want to talk about creating an idea and also developing an idea. Uh, for the past couple of weeks, while I was not posting or thinking of uh, content to create for this podcast, I was just moving. I was moving, catching up with friends. Um, doing work for the clients, like photography work, obviously. Um, but I had this podcast idea in the back of my mind the whole time. Um, and while I was doing that, I was consuming art. I was scrolling through social media. I was playing games uh, on my downtime. Like, I was doing a lot of stuff that didn't involve my own podcast, but I still had the idea of how can I make this better? What can I talk about? Um, what are some guests I can invite on here? Stuff that uh, involved my podcast, but I wasn't necessarily doing anything uh, in the back of my mind, at least, that actually directly was bettering my podcast or you know improving this idea. Uh, but that is also a creative method too, I think. Um, when I was just starting out in A&M trying to decide my major, I was confronted with professors and other older people who were creating projects of their own um, that were doing studio work or just doing other things in life that they wanted to do. Um, and they said the most creation that they've gotten is from not actually doing the creative thing that they wanted to do. Um, some of the ideas that developed in their projects developed because they were in the middle of playing a game or they're in the middle of doing something else. You know, they got their idea inspiration from what they were doing in life, not essentially creating anything at their desk. Um, so I feel like the entire idea of this is if you are creating something, you should just step away from your desk. Let me, sh let me talk about uh, a project that's coming up uh, that I'm looking around right now. Um, there it is. Okay. Let me talk about a project that has been in the back of my mind. Um, I never, I have never known 
how to bring it to life. And I think this podcast will be the start of it, actually. Um, as a photographer, I love creating stories from the images that I take. Um, I even like trying to make photo essays from prompts or from concepts um, and taking photos to create that story. Step by step, you learn the emotions, the feeling, maybe even like the lore behind each image. Um, and those collection of photos created into a photo essay would tell the story of something, right? Um, and so I never, I could never figure out how I could actually tell that without being on camera and saying it. And I mean, I'm doing it right now, which is going to suck because I thought I could de develop this a little bit more, but the idea came from Logan Paul. It came from a famous influencer who has this NFT project called 99 Originals. Um, and it was probably the coolest way I've ever seen someone talk about a photo. Um, okay, let me rephrase that. It's probably the coolest, coolest way anyone on the internet has talked about a photo and then shared it because the style that he did it, the aesthetic, the way he shared his Polaroid was just fantastic. It was done in such a good way. Didn't bash anybody, didn't do anything other than show the story of what the photo was. And then he created it into an NFT, which he sold, which these photos will not be NFTs. Um, they'll just be ways that I share the story behind the process of creating this photo. Um, now to know the start of this project, you kind of have to know when I started shooting film. Um, the first, the first film or the first Polaroid I've ever taken was in 2016. I think a friend had like the old Polaroids and I was just ecstatic to see that she took the photo and then it printed out immediately. And I was like, I've always seen that um, in movies or in TV shows, but I was, I never even thought about like trying to buy one or thinking of where to get one at all. Um, and I was like, oh man, that's really cool. And then after high school, I graduated and got a really good job in College Station while I was still doing school. And I'd saved up to actually buy, um, first, first buy a digital camera because I was really interested in DSLRs. And then later, around my junior year or so, I actually bought my first um, Instax Fujifilm camera. Um, you know, in, <laughs> instant film, but it's still film. Uh, it's one shot and then it prints out and then I have that memory forever. Uh, so in 2018 was when, I, was when I bought my first uh, Instax film camera. And then I took that camera along with my DSLR to a study abroad trip to Germany. Um, 2018 was the first time I bought a film camera. It was also the first time I traveled overseas by myself for about a week. And then after that first week, um, I met up with my study abroad group and then had a study abroad program that lasted for about two and a half months in Germany. Um, really great, loved, loved the country. Um, and I wish I could go back, honestly. Uh, but basically, this photo right here is what I want to talk about. Now I have have like a box full of a million other photos which i will share stories on later um and maybe i'll like share like bundles of them because i've taken multiple photos not just one at a at like a location or like at a place um 
But this one specifically was a really, really good memory that I, I absolutely love because it's just, it was just so bizarre. Um, let me see if I can, if you can see it here. If you're looking on the, on the YouTube video, you'll be able to see the Polaroid itself. But essentially, it is of two people sitting on a street corner um, and they have a bucket out in front of them. They're street performing, but one has a horse ha horse mask on with a, uh, it's not a xylophone. Damn, I forgot what it's called. Uh, it's like, it's a handheld, it has keyboards, and then you like expand your arms and then compress your arms to like, uh, to get air in and then the air going out actually, or both, both ways of expanding and like gathering air and expelling air make noise and then the keyboard changes the uh the notes i forgot what it's called it, it you just hold it by hand though and you do it and another guy's in a suit uh has like a tall man costume on and then he looks like he's headless but his head's like actually in the suit and so um they're both sitting down they were just uh playing music one guy the headless guy was singing i remember and the guy in the horse mask was uh was just playing he, they were just jamming out it was really cool um but our study abroad program took us to this marketplace and uh, they were telling us about the old style and the history behind this, um, this like Bavarian marketplace. It was really cool. It kind of felt like um, Pike's place in Seattle, except it less fish. There's a lot of food though, a lot of food, a lot of German food and a lot of like um, vendors and, uh, or is it farm, uh, farmer's market it's, it was like a farmer's market like feel there's just a lot of like authentic vendors it was it was a really cool experience um and they were teaching us the history behind it and how this community is sustainable um and how the walkable community itself kind of like feeds into this marketplace daily and like comes out of it and everything like that it was really really cool i loved learning about it um and then we broke out just before lunch or no, we broke out right after they fed us lunch and they're like, okay, you have about three hours to explore the place, you know, do what you need to, but be back here at a certain time. And then we'll hop on the bus and, ba and head back to the uh, study abroad building that we're located at. And then you'll be released from class. I was like, that's awesome. Let me experience this place authentically. So I do what I normally do when I travel and I just kind of walk around uh, and I listen to stuff and I kind of like, <laughs> I don't like hone in my senses, but I, I, I use a lot of my senses and I get curious. I'm like, I hear something. Let me go towards that. I smell something. Let me go towards that. Um, and then I knew a little bit of German at that time. And so I asked about things and, you know, people pointed me to, to certain places. Um, but in the middle of trying to get food, I remember I was, I was getting a euro and, um, and I just heard like this, like, this like folky jam and i was like oh my god it's like i kind of like this like this is dope let me try and find it uh the bavarian marketplace was just very crowded that i couldn't get through a single crowd without like having to like push people or like like say hey, excuse me you know all that stuff um and as soon as i like popped out of this one crevice um into the street corner uh, of this very tall building I just looked over it and it was just these two guys just jamming along, just playing. And I was like, this is so bizarre, but they're so good. I stood there for like a good 10, 15 minutes, like eating, uh, eating what I had and 
just kind of listening to them and I tip them really well. But I took, I took a photo with my Instax film camera and I was like, no one, no one back at the program is ever going to believe what I just saw. Uh, and like an hour later when I met up with everyone else, I like showed them the photo. I was like, guys, look at this. This is, like, this is crazy. Like this guy in a head in like a horse mask, um, just like playing folk music. And like this other guy was just like singing and like jamming, jamming. Like they were like street performing. And then they looked at me and they're like, we have never seen that before. Like we're here at the market. We were exploring like you and you, we've never seen them. And I was like, no way you didn't see that. They're playing so loud. Um, and I think we passed by that <laughs> that corner again with everybody. And I swear, I thought they they probably thought I was lying because they weren't there anymore. Like how bizarre is that, you know? Um, but it's probably one of my favorite memories actually from, th from that time. And I, I just love this photo. I love the way it's like structured and the way that these two were just like jamming out playing and how candid it all feels. Um, but that is the... Bavarian Marketplace Munich photo that I took in 2018. Gosh, I want to go back so badly. Um, but that's, but I guess circling back to the idea of developing a project and creating is you can gather your inspiration and your knowledge from anywhere. When you try and create something original, it's not essentially original because you've heard of, or you've experienced or you've listened to something similar but now you're just putting your own spin to it, right? Um, and that spin attracts the kind of crowd that you want to intake or that you you want to have as a fan base. Um, and hopefully I gather like a photography crowd or something or like a creative crowd, but um, it this project isn't the same as Logan Paul's. I mean, it's similar in the way that I tell the history and the process behind a photo, but it's not being sold as an NFT. Um, it's probably not going to be as consistent as his is. Um, and these photos are definitely just my own photos. Like I'm going to keep these forever because, you know, I love taking photos and I love collecting, um, collecting film for nostalgic and personal preferences. I have like a ton, like that was just one handful out of a box and that's just the Instax box that I have. The other Polaroid box that I have of photos is going to be presented at some point. Um, I've also started shooting actual film. I have like two film rolls uh, being developed right now. And then those will start to be, those will be presented along with the greater portion of that project. Um, but all of that developed in my head in these past couple weeks while I was living my life, while I was scrolling through TikTok and I stumbled upon Logan Paul's 99 Originals, um, while I was playing games and looking at my TV stand and realizing my Polaroids are right there. Like I have history that I can share. Um, and I should have shared a long time ago, but it's fine. I mean, oh, you know what? I did share them. They're, they're on Instagram. The idea was it, the, the Instagram account was called Jets Polaroids. It's now going to be called Jets Film Roll. Um, and the idea was that I could just post these Polaroids one by one. Um, and someone scrolling through them can live a life of Polaroids through my Polaroids and experience what I've experienced so far. 
um, from when I started this journey of recording film. Um, there was no caption to it. There, there, there are no captions to the images because you can just scroll through them and start to make up or imagine a story in your own head of how these uh, photos developed. But now I want to share them and try and put a story behind them because there's some actual value and history behind them. I just haven't shared the process at all. It's not, not, not that I was like scared to share the process behind them, but I just didn't know what the best way to share the story behind an image until a couple weeks ago when I stumbled upon the 99 originals and realized I could act, I could do this. Like that's easy. I'm not going to sell them as an NFT, but that, that's easy. I can, I can share the story behind the process of each image I create. Um, so if you're creating something, if you have an idea, like, and you're trying to develop and you're like, I don't know how to, I don't know where to go with this. I need professional help. Um, I need some sort of technique or method to try and develop this step away from the whiteboard, take a step back from your desk and look at, look at your project, look what you've created so far and just keep it in the back of your mind. Then go live your life. <laughs> It's as much to say as go live your life. That idea will be in the back of your head because you're either really passionate about it, you need to complete it, or it'll just be there because you love the idea so much that it'll be there forever. Um, and then while you're living your life, ideas will start to come to you. You don't need to form ideas yourself when organically your creativity will start will start forming these ideas and these sub creations all from the stuff that's in the back of your mind the stuff that you put on your desk that you want to work on but you've stepped away from for just a little bit you know a portion of your day doesn't have to be creating and finishing the project i i, I think i've always uh honored the idea of living a well life, living a well enough life of having all of my scales in balance from my personal life to my business life to my creative life, have all those scales in balance that I spend time in each one while also doing them at the same time. I was creating ideas. I still am creating ideas. There's stuff in the back of my head that I don't know how to finish yet. And I'm still trying to figure out how to finish, but I'm going to live my personal life. I'm going to do my, my business and I'm still going to be creative all while doing all that stuff. And then when I get back to that idea, to that, to the desk, to the whiteboard, I'm going to have so much more inspiration and knowledge that I'm just going to slap onto there and then look at all of it and then start mapping out how I'm going to develop every single thing that was in the back of my mind. That's how this podcast is being created right now is it's just a personal journey for me. And then I start getting ideas uh, from the life that I live and the people that I meet. Um, it was it was small, small talks first or small talk creative first. And then I was like, you know, it's it's a little bit more personal. So maybe Jet4 podcast is great. But now I'm thinking small talks is the just the perfect name for it and that developed from asking other people from living my life and thinking about that idea while it sat in the back of my mind but also doing all of my personal things that i need to do um so when you're creating an idea don't stress so much let it let it develop itself and the best ideas will come to you
and then you will start to create. Thanks for listening. This has been Jet Nori from Small Talks. Like and subscribe to YouTube and share us on all platforms. Uh, also, listen to us on any podcasting stream that you feel accustomed to. We'll be back next week with another with another episode. Uh, hopefully, these these the time gap between episodes starts to dwindle a little bit, and then we can start posting like every two days or every three days or every day or something. Like that. Um, but thanks for listening in. Um, we'll see y'all later. Bye.